0: "'Sophie smiled warmly "'and tipped her head onto one side. "'It went fine, darling. "'You think so?' "'Absolutely. "'How's the pork and clams?' "'I looked at my plate. "'We were in a new Portuguese place "'behind the TV studios. "Uh, "'It's good,' I said, distracted. "'Really?' "'She looked disappointed. "'No, I mean, it's great. "'Punchy sauce, "'great tender pieces of meat, "'the seafood's fresh.' "'She curled up her nose "'and looked at my plate in disgust. "'Oh, dear. "'How can that interview be fine?' She looked back at me and waved one manicured hand over her shoulder, as if shooing away a fly. "'Because nobody remembers the beginning of television interviews. They only remember the end.' "'The bit where I said the stuff about responsibility to the consumer?' She pointed at me as though I was a promising student who had stumbled on the answer to a particularly difficult question. "'Exactly that!' She leaned forward as if to sniff my plate. "'Are you sure you really like it?' I nodded. "'Really? Yes, it's a good rustic dish, well-executed, authentic, my kind of food.' She tutted, and her glossed lips slipped into a delicate pout. (sniffs) "'I was hoping you'd hate it.' "'Why?' "'Well, in your column, when you like something, you get a bit, I don't know, serious,' she said as she toyed with a herbaceous border of rocket salad in front of her. "'I take food seriously.' "'But you're so funny when you hate.' She looked up at me, and I could swear she was suddenly salivating in a way that she had not done over her lunch. You have a particular way of communicating disdain which is very special, very now. She spat the last word out as if pleased to be rid of it. What was it you said a few weeks ago about that uh, Italian-Chinese fusion place? She was squinting into the middle distance as if trying to focus on the memory. She looked back at me triumphantly. That the food would taste better coming back up than it did going down, she grinned. It was something like that. And the new fish restaurant in Margate, where all the waiters wear full waders and big yellow cagoules like their deep-sea fishermen. Do they really dress like that? They really do. What was it you said that time? Uh, it was as if the entire staff was dressed for an exceptionally safe sex party, I said, quoting myself with a shy grin. That's it, fabulous! Actually, I said, some of the fish was okay. It was just the Natheme theme I hated, which was the point I was trying to make in the... She waved me away. And, of course, the brilliant one you did of that Soviet-themed café in Manchester. Uncle Joe's Kitchen? That's the one. Didn't you say that you finally understood why the Soviet Union had collapsed? Sort of. I said a bit more than that, actually. It was more of a general critique of Eastern European cuisine, which... "'Oh, I know, darling, I know you say an awful lot. "'You're terribly brilliant and clever. "'It's just that certain things you say "'stick in the memory more than others.' "'You really do remember what I write?' "'Of course, how could I not?' "'She leaned forward conspiratorially and whispered, "'You do hate better than any other newspaper columnist in Britain.' "'I nodded slowly because I knew what she was saying was true. "'I'd always preferred writing a bad review to a good one.' A good review was a drudge, a desperate struggle for diverting hyperbole. A readable column needs a strong narrative, and nice experiences in great restaurants don't make for good stories. There's no definable beginning, middle, and end, just a constant wash of pleasure. A bad restaurant, on the other hand, is stuffed full of character and intrigue and plot. Terrible places and the suffering they cause their customers make for good stories, and so I had begun to seek them out. I had become the High Priest of Hate. That evening I managed a little restraint. I ate only two squares of the Manjari and just one of the tobacco truffles while watching the interview go out. Lynn sat next to me on the sofa, unnaturally still, holding my free hand, daring not to look at me in case she grimaced. When it was over she reached very deliberately for the remote control, switched off the TV-set, "'and after a moment's silence said, "'Well, that was OK.' "'It was a disaster.' "'She nodded wisely. "'It was an OK disaster. "'I came over as a cynical bastard.' "'She grinned, kissed me on the cheek and said, "'He's a good interviewer, isn't he?' "'That's not funny. "'It is quite. "'I've got a reputation to think about.' "'Oh, lighten up, Mark. "'You're a restaurant critic, "'not the bloody Archbishop of Canterbury. "'He made me look like a self-serving prick.' Maybe, but you're still the prick that I love. Anyway, I thought you looked rather dashing. Silence. Look, there was no way.